Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. Yeah, when you're over 300 pounds each, you have to be friends. Oh, my God. That's a rule. That's really good. All right, welcome to the show. I'm Ben Kissel. Uh, As always, Mike Coscarelli. Thanks for doing everything you do, Mike. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Today's guest, so honored to have her. Laloka is here. Yes. Hello. Hello. Dímelo. What's that? Dímelo. Is that not in English? Yes. I don't speak it. I know. You're going to learn today. Please, the- God, I have to learn. I swear. You know, I mean, people say if you, if you don't uh, adapt, you die. And I, I, the, I, I barely know English. I've got to learn another language. Well, and, English and Spanish. Is better than mine. My English is ugly. My English is okay. It's Wisconsin English, so it mostly <laughs> relates to dairy products and, and random beef. Love cheese. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so you're Spanish. You're Dominican? Yes, I am. Dominicans and Mexicans hate each other. Why? No. See, this is the thing. All Latinos like each other but unfortunately I do not understand why no one gets along with the Mexicans. I love Mexicans. But I don't know. You could have said you know, I'm voting for Donald Trump. Yeah, I have I no could idea have. what you just I said. Have. But that's my way of saying hi to them because they always say, um, que vive la raza means may the, the race live on. Oh, okay. So that's that's their thing. So that's their slogan. And I like to shout them out. But I don't know I don't understand why a lot of Dominicans I get along with everybody. That's great. I am the UN nation. Laloka is a very famous, very successful ah, radio DJ. Keep it coming. I uh, love it. Oh, I can, and I will. I think you're very attractive. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I'll be going crazy here. Thank you. You're not bad looking either. Well, I'm fat, and uh, no, there's a whole series of different problems you are going not, on. What do you consider fat? I have a psychological disorder. I mean, we're not going to get into it here. Why not? This is therapy hour. Let's go to is it. Is it therapy it's hour? therapy hour. I'm here for you, my love. Well, I feel like overall I have uh, body dysmorphia because I used to be very fat, then I lost a lot of weight, and then I'm still massive. I, you know, You're when, not. I, when I was, uh, you know, when I was... Uh, when I was 12 years old, I was six foot three, and I didn't have a pube on me. Oh my god! You know how devastating is that? Six foot three with no pubes. You gotta have at least one. One yeah. pube, you know? looking one. like the guy from uh, what, whatever the uh, the Peanuts character with the with the, the three squiggly lines. Exactly. Charlie, Charlie. I, didn't, I didn't even have the Charlie amount of pubes. It was devastating, <laughs> and it ruined my entire life. But nowadays, guys don't want body hair, so you would have been like the man. When yeah, you whatever. Guys are going crazy right now when it comes to whatever they think is supposed to be attractive. The dad bod is in. It's all disgusting. Anyway, Laloka, we're not here to uh, to uh, converse about my disgusting body. <laughs> we're here to talk about you. That's the most important thing. Oh, okay. So you are a radio DJ. When did you get into radio? Uh, Ten years ago. I mean, I first fell in love with it in Jersey, in Perth Amboy. I listened to Hot 97 yeah. and growing up, and then I finally got my chance uh, 10 years ago as an intern at BET. Oh, very nice. And how yeah. was working at BET? It was a lot of fun. I was an intern, so I didn't get a paycheck. So I, I you know, Good. that's when things change. When you start looking at <laughs> no dollars in your paycheck, then you're like, I hate this place. But as an intern, I was just happy to be there. I met everyone and got to interview everyone. Awesome. Who was your favorite interview over there? Um, it had to be Kanye West. Ten years ago, he would no. He, now, yeah. when when did Kanye get famous? He, he got famous about five, six years ago. No, right? no, no, longer oh my than God, that. Longer than that. Through oh the wire, like fifteen well, years. Yeah, like it through in our life in yeah. the urban world, he was popular a long time ago. Okay. Then in white America, he just came popular. Maybe when I don't know. Depends on when he was with Amber Rose or Kim Kardashian. Don't know when people fell in love with him or started yeah. hating him. Right. But yeah, he right, was right. one of my favorite because. I, you didn't, I didn't know who he was. I was like, who is this guy that's walking around with a Louis Vuitton book bag as an intern? I was like, can we pick this up? I have Beyonce coming in, and I want to talk to her. And so I had the mic in his face, and the whole time, we I stood there for an hour. 
the whole time just hearing him ramble. This man that you see now is the same man that he's been around. He's been like the beginning. Did you find his personality to be captivating? Was he intense? Nothing. He was not captivating, but he was very intense and talking about fashion that I cared nothing about. I couldn't afford a Louis Vuitton book bag. So talk to me about something else. Right. I mean, obviously, you're a larger star than he is. There's no (laughs) doubt about that at this point. But did you see potential in him when you were interviewing him? You were like, oh, "Oh, this guy could be a star because you never know. I mean, you know, we've been around the entertainment industry long enough to understand that it's like the people that you don't think are ever going to make it are the ones who become most successful and vice versa. Did you see a lot of potential in Kanye? I didn't see a lot. Like, I just I loved the song through the wire. That was my joint. But I didn't know no that much history about him. He was in the game even before Through the Wire came out. He wrote a lot of records. Right. So and produced so for me, I I was just like, I don't know. I, I this guy's crazy. He might not be around. And I thought Juvenile was going to be longer than him, but Juvenile <laughs> faded to the wayside. Who? <laughs> yeah, right? I remember Juvenile. Yeah. I, yeah. I like when rappers uh, name themselves after, you know, um, whatever. Uh, you know, <laughs> It's very exciting. Uh, all right. So um, do, what do you think? Kanye's his mother died of plastic surgery. Yeah. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? Would uh, you do it? I am going to get plastic surgery. What are you going to get done? I want the body contour. No, I'm not. My body, I love my body. The only thing is I have, I'm very top heavy. So I'm getting a surgery to better myself. You're doing the reduction? I am doing a reduction. Mike, I swear to God. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I don't, I don't know what happened. What happened in the world? I've had three girlfriends that had the uh, breast the reduction. Breast reduction. Three of them. Yeah, and it's, I, it's, it's about to be four. I, know. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's just, Why it, are you going to do it? it? It becomes painful at some time. And then, all right, am I going to be vain a little bit? Yes, because I would like to wear certain clothes without wearing a bra. I like my boobies to flap free in the wind. I don't want well, them to hit my knees. Well, so you, go on, you go under the knife, all of a sudden, they're all, they're all scarred up, looking like I the know. Joker's face, like, uh, face like Heath Ledger. I mean, you got a bizarre smile on your nipples. I know. The whole thing's going to fall apart. I'll take that. I'll take the ugly looks. You're still going to want to suck on them, so it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so True. You know, with the smiley face or not, but the fact I, I just I need to. I have bad. I don't know if you can see it. Like I have imprints right here. It's yeah. It hurts. I started getting like burns. So I'm like, listen, I've had them for 36 years. I'm good. I've enjoyed them. They've been motorboated. I'm good. I don't need it anymore. Lop them <laughs> off. And whoever got to motorboat them, I want to talk to you about the experience. I mean, this is unbelievable. Somebody got to do the whole thing. The whole thing. No oh juice my! It's all gone. Well, when's the surgery? Because it's terrifying. You know, what I want to do is, like I said earlier, I lost 160 pounds, and I have a penis, which is just a bunch of loose skin around your stomach. And I always tell jokes. I say, my tummy looks like Walter Matthau's face from grumpier old men. (laughs) Uh, It's all pruny and things, and people laugh, and they laugh. And they they can't get enough of when I'm on stage. Yeah. But uh, so the body contour surgery, what they do is, in order to get rid of the loose skin, they they, they cut you, uh, Mm -hmm. and then they lift up your... uh, Your your, bottom skin. Yeah, like it's... like it's a pair of jeans, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's skin. I know. Yeah, and then you got to kick your little feet up in the in the air, and it's adorable. But the whole process <laughs> seems uh, humiliating and horrifying. This is what killed Kanye's mother, sort of similar. Yeah, but and now you want to gonna... go with the breast reduction. Yeah. What I, if I, you I die on the table? I'm not gonna die on the table. Not for the breast. That that that's like maybe early on I could have said yeah, but this has been years and years and years and. People, they're G's at it. Maybe the, yeah. the the body contouring, they're newbies. But the breast reduction and the breast implants, they can do it with their eyes closed. What size are you going to go to? What are you at now? I am a 38 double G. 
That's exactly what I'm. I, I'm too. I am as well. I'm a 38 double G. Everyone's uh, uh, everyone's uh, always saying it. And where do you want to go? I didn't even realize that was a bra size. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, sounds like a, it sounds like a gang. Yeah, it sounds like someone who's going to be fighting the Crips in the in Los <laughs> no, Angeles. The 38 double Gs. Jesus, we need, we need Vice Squad to kill the 38 double Gs. I mean, they're slinging a bunch of crack all over the goddamn ghettos. Uh, it's a terrifying name it is. Uh, for a bra size. But, but we're anyway, going to double Ds. You know when I was you know when I was super fat. You know what my size was for what a suit. 54 portly. Stop. Which I think is still better than 34 yeah, yeah, double yeah, yeah. Gs. Yeah, the double Gs. These are ugly, but. They're not ugly. Yes, They're they beautiful. Are. No, no. When they don't sit up pretty, they don't look pretty. They're like saggy. They're, They're tired. Yeah, they are tired. Tired yeah. of being swung around. So it's time for me to put them to rest. <laughs> I got to let them go to heaven. So you're going to go into the doctor. He's going to look at your tits. And, and then what size do you want him to make? A, a, a good C? Because you want to keep no, them large, I right? I want to go double D. You want to go double D. Yeah, I still want to say the double digits. I just want to go, you know, nice, perky double Ds. I think they're gorgeous. Proportion. Yeah. Good God, you have I'm a massive. muscular girl. Yeah. To go muscular. down to double Ds, I mean, my mind is blown. Yeah, well, see, it's not that, it's not that bad. No, it, it sounds great. You'll still be able to hold them in, with one hand and still take a little <laughs> It's going to be perfect. All right. <laughs> You know, so what do you do? do? Do they put you under for that procedure? Yeah. Have you gone to the doctor and talked about it now? Yeah, I've gotten the marker all over my boobs, my body. Um, they're going to put me to sleep, and mm. the recovery time is really bad. I think it goes uh, two to three months recovery time because I have to get tubes, blood taken out all the time. Jesus Christ. I think I lose the, the sensation of my nipples, too. Oh, God. You do? Yeah. Oh, you can't do this. Little... It Who depends. cares it if your depends. titties are going south? Oh, my God. Listen, I don't... It, they'll, the thing is, they'll still stay hard. It's just that I won't feel them when they're hard. But the whole all. point... I mean, sex... The nipple is very important in these uh, you know, moments of uh, intimacy, you know? Yeah. You gotta have the nipple uh, feel something. I can't... I don't feel them now. Hmm. Well, all right. Can you... <laughs> Maybe you can have them put something fun on, uh, on the nipple. Maybe replace it with like a pog or something like a that. Pog. Or a, a pog? A pong? What's the name of those little things that people play with, Mike? Uh, pogs. From pogs! From like the 90s. Yeah, there we go. What from is the pogs? 90s. It's like a, they're almost like a, like a checkers or poker chips kind of, but they were like their own game. I don't remember that one. They're like, oh, they're kids poker loved it. Yeah. They couldn't get enough of the pogs. Anyway, you could replace your nipple with one of those. Okay, I'll do that. I'll bring that to the doctor. It doesn't matter. These, <laughs> these malicious like, doctors. put the pogs on me. People always diss on abortion doctors. We've got to start killing these doctors who oh are doing these God. breast reductions. No. No, they're doing the devil's work. What's no. happening? How do you go home at night and sleep when you just know you're reduced to boob a pound? But, all right, so would you rather have a girl with big breasts and a hunchback? Or a smaller breast and no hunchback. Well, if she has a hunchback, you know she can wake you up. She can ring a bell. I mean, it's perfect. What's wrong with a hunchback? The hunchback is underrated. No, the hunchback is not Probably wanted. a gifted painter as well. Maybe a gifted painter. Yeah. You never know. Like a prisoner or something. You guys are killing me. I love this. Is this how it always is? No, it's not. I'm, I'm not usually so. I'm still drunk from last night, yeah. I think. The whole thing's falling apart. Where'd you go? You didn't tell me where'd you went. I didn't do anything. I just went, I, I hung out with my friend Ed Larson, who is a very successful writer for Jeff Ross over there and mm -hmm. uh, the great comedian, the roast master. And we just got extremely intoxicated and uh, ended up fighting with each other on the subway in public. And we're two massive men, so everyone was scared. <laughs> and uh, we cleared the L train. And uh, it was perfect. Are you? Are all your friends massive? Everyone's fat. They're all so <laughs> big. Everyone I know is massive. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so you're getting your boobs reduxed. Yes. Reduxed? Is Reduction, that the right? yes. I think that's wonderful. Reduced, yes. 
And uh, when, uh, okay, so and then you interviewed Kanye 10 years ago. Yes. Yeah. A little but, bit over, but yes. Okay. I said 10, but yes. Okay, so it's all coming together now. Yeah, and now I'm here in New York after I left 10 years ago to come back. And I'm living my dream. Where are you from? Jersey, Perth Amboy. Um, what do you think about Chris Christie? Um, I really don't know him like that. I mean, all I hear is that people don't like him, that he's a DB. Um, <laughs> I Listen, un- unless you start affecting my paycheck, I, you keep doing whatever you want to do, kid. I agree with that My paycheck is in New York right now, so it's de Blasio that I need to get to know more. I yeah. haven't had sex in weeks. Oh, it has been it weeks, came Mike. Out. It it's been weeks. It, it is devastating. I, I, I mean, there's whole. What does it? What does it look like? You know, a bunch of lard just in the back of a goddamn doctor's office. It's all titty fat. Oh my god! And you, the women are walking out there flat chested. I mean, it's ridiculous. You and your body issues. You got to get over. You're worse I can't. than a girl. I am. A, I'm worse than a, I'm. A, I am a. You I'm are a 13 year old girl. That's it. I'm gonna tell you, you're sexy. You're tall, beautiful hair, nice smile, good yeah. teeth, a little smelling like coffee, but that's because you're drinking. But you're still handsome. You mm-hmm. can get it. Yeah, and I smell a lot, a lot like whiskey too. <laughs> I had a bunch of that last night. Oh, whiskey loves me, and I say, whiskey, you're my friend. <laughs> you are. I love it. All right, so what you're going to whiskey. Oh, I don't even know. It was just bottom shelf stuff. I mean, uh, I think it was clear. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. The bottom shelf is where you want to party. Yeah. Top shelf, you're trying to be bougie. Bottom yeah. shelf, yes, kid. And you Whiskey. can drink a lot of it. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And afford it. And afford it. Exactly. That's the good thing. That's true. That's true. So what true. are you doing after this? And what else do you want to know about me? I want to know a bunch of things about you. Okay. Number one, uh, what is the one skill from radio that you learned the most? And what is your uh, what, what, what was most uh, interesting? Because, you know, what I found uh, with doing all the podcasts and things like that, the most uh, interesting skill that I learned was listening, which is so ironic because, you know, theoretically, this is a very talky-talky type mm-hmm. thing. What was one of your favorite things that you didn't know about radio and then you got into radio and then you were just like, holy shit. I Communication. Am. We have none. We have none. We don't communicate. We don't say. And, and, and I find As that a society. Fa- no, radio people. Mm. We don't communicate. Like when we say, oh, we have a meeting at 10 o'clock, nobody knew that we had a meeting. And we're in the business of communication and we have no communication. Oh, you're talking about the inner workings? Yes. I have been oh, bitching go- to everybody in our office Uh-oh. about this yes. for the past like month about how bad the communication is in this. In, in, the, one, in the place that we are mutually share mm-hmm. our, uh, our, our, com- our mommy house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. Is it What's bad? happening? Why aren't the radio DJs able to communicate? Well, it's not the DJs. It's the front of the house trying to get in contact with the back of the house where they feel like they don't need to tell us everything. They're like, oh, well, we're having a meeting at 9 o'clock about your your contract, but we forgot to tell you. you got to come in here now. When right. you're probably in L.A. or you're home sleeping or whatever, and they, they're like, oh, we, we thought we told you. No, you didn't because I would have been here a long time ago. Right. I mean, and, you know, next time they schedule a meeting, you'll be in the middle of your you know, breast augmentation, and I the know. whole thing is going to fall <laughs> and apart. And it's a wrap. So, yeah. I, Do that's you think radio is dead? No. No. I mean, it. it's not dead, and it's not on life support, but it's getting sick. It got the flu. It has the flu. It has the flu. I think radio has the flu. Um, it just needs a good a good dose of um, whatever virus, whatever, and uh, what is that, antibiotics. What is the one thing about radio that needs to be improved? Is it is it the just the, the exposure? Uh, you know, I mean, I was talking to my friend the other day. We don't have, no one has a radio in their house anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so what has to change when it comes, is it, is it uh, just the content or what do you think, uh, where do you think radio went wrong? Um, I think radio went wrong with PPM. Um, What's PPM? It's a portable people meter where people, um, p- 
a certain amount of people get these. It's like the size of my cell phone. Yeah. And they walk with it in their pocket. And before, back in the day, people used to get diaries and they used to write down their favorite radio station, who's their favorite personality or whatever. Now with PPM, if this meter that's the size of my cell phone, it'll tell you to the second that somebody was listening to your show. And yeah. when they flicked and who they went to and how long they stayed with that person. And if they came back or they didn't. And at that moment, you have to rack your brain. What did you say? Was there a song that was on? Were you having a bad day? Was it a topic? Was it, you know, and, and PPM just ruined it because now with this meter, it, it shows that people are not interested in listening to the people talk. They just want to hear right. the music, 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 music. And, um, and then because of this meter, it, it shows that people like, Maybe a Britney Spears record or a Kanye record. And every time they hear that Kanye record, they stay. So now because that meter showed them that these people stay, that's why every radio station is playing that song at the same exact time. Right. So that meter is what I think ruined radio because nobody wants to be free to go out there and play whatever they want as a program director. The person who chooses the music and the music director, they're like, well, this station is getting everybody over here at this time because they play Kanye West. So we got to play Kanye West at the same exact time. It's not even about personality. It's not anymore about um, just coming in there and getting to know the person that you're listening to on the radio. It's all about I need to get my dollars, put in a commercial line and play this record 50 million times because that's what the people want. And I can't blame the companies. I blame the listeners because they have made this made it like this for us. It wasn't we didn't choose it. And, of course, when Kanye Twitty comes on, the numbers spike. Everyone (laughs) loves Kanye Twitty. They can't get enough. Kanye Twitty. Conway Twitty. It was very, very successful. He's a country musician. Conway Twitty. Old white man. Yeah. Well, he was young once, but he was always white. And he was always a man. (laughs) That's very, very true, Mike. No doubt about that. That Do you think radio's done? Well, I feel like radio has transitioned now into, you know, uh, different mediums, right? Podcasts are very big. Sirius, I think, is completely gone, right? It's off the rails because no one wants to pay for radio. The Damn idea right, of pay. I wasn't never going to do that. It's crazy, right? So as a, uh, as a radio DJ, do you blame, like, Clear Channel and just the expansion of... Basically, you know, people talk about big government. They talk about government going into states' rights and things like that and creating a universal narrative, uh, despite the fact that individuals are autonomous beings that are very unique uh, thinkers and not everyone learns the same. Clear Channel basically did exactly what the big government does when they just took over every single radio network in the country and they pump us full of the Taylor Swifts of the world, for better or for worse. I think she's a wonderful gal. She dated a Kennedy. I'm not a fan of the Kennedys, but I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. Um so do you think that had something to do with the complete dismantling of unique voices in radio? Um, clear Channel. Clear Channel. I, I've, I have had the pleasure of working for them. They were my first radio station company I ever worked for. So for me, I don't, I don't see that they, you can't blame Clear Channel for doing it if they were allowed to. Right. You know, if, if I'm allowed to get millions and millions of dollars from somebody, I'm not going to stop just because... Your company can't keep up with me. That's not my problem. And that was under the Bill Clinton administration, the 1996 Communication Telecommunications Act. That's what allowed uh, Clear Channel to completely yes. take over and dominate. But as a radio personality, yes, I do get upset, and I do blame them for taking everyone's job away. You know, you have right. you have right now, and I love the Breakfast Club. I, I tune into them in the morning daily. I like them. I know Charlemagne. Yeah, yeah. but then 
they are syndicated in every market. They just picked up Las Vegas. So that takes away jobs. And that does not give anybody who's from that area a chance to connect with their morning show. They can't say, right. like, that's my morning show. No, that's New York's morning show. That's letting you have us for five, ten minutes. And then you got to give it back. So I do blame Clear Channel a little bit for that because they, they took it a step further. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're going to buy all the radio stations and play the same freaking song. But let a different person be on the air, a local talent right but you know they're a beast and they're making a killing right now charlemagne and friends it's a show on mtv2 because mtv1 wasn't bad enough <laughs> and they said we better get another one and they have and, three and they have three ch- i mean you know my thoughts on mtv and you know this mike i mean you might get a, sh- a job on mtv so i don't i don't diss on it too much i wouldn't uh, it's a bunch of pedophiles. Stop. MTV is a bunch of pedophiles. They're disgusting people. Why? They use and they abuse because they have a sexual narrative and they know for a fact their demographic is 12-year-old girls. And what they say to these girls is worth, uh, worse than what Jared Fogle said in those hidden uh, phone conversations when it comes to having sex with young people. Is that something new or has it been? Cause it's I think been it's like been, this for about 15 I'll, years. Forever, since the it's, beginning. It's disgusting. MTV is for... But I love them. It's, a bunch, it's run by a bunch of perverts middle-aged women uh which you know it's unbelievable anyway it doesn't matter i was writing for charlemagne a little bit and i had no idea what i was doing because you know it's more of a urban type show well when it comes to uh you know dialogue and i you know i I mean i speak like i speak i I speak like a human uh corn dog uh you know it's (laughs) pathetic and it's sad and no one wants to hear it you know Mm -hmm. but uh they said uh ratchet they were talking about ratchets yeah and i thought they were discussing car car things you know it's like what are you gonna do you know like a tool or something like that turns out it's a woman Yes. That uh, that has sex a whole bunch. No, a, ra- a ratchet lady is not always about having sex. It could be a one that does not have great hair and wears a pink wig. That's ratchet. It, oh, I it's see. It's our way of saying someone's hood. You know, back in the day we used to say, "Yo, you hood." Now you're ratchet. Right. You don't you don't wear socks. You wear holy underwear. You wear the same underwear over and over again. Your teeth is crazy. Those are considered ratchet. But now you have the white <laughs> girls who are wearing hats that say ratchet. They got a shirt that says I'm a ratchet. I cool. feel like they think that uh, that it's a good thing. Is it a good thing to be ratchet I, I, or bad? I mean, we all got a little bit of ratchet in us. I mean, hello. Yeah. I will twerk on you in a heartbeat if I want to, and that's considered ratchet. Anything that's not proper is considered ratchet, and it's not bad. We oh, all got to have a little bit. You have some ratchet in you, too. Don't worry. Oh, a bunch. I'm, I'm King Ratchet. I'm like what Willard was with the rats, but with ratchets. <laughs> We're hatchet and a rat together. Yeah. It's just, it's, but it's, it's not bad. It's crazy. It's not bad. Did you enjoy it when you were working with Charlemagne? He's a very nice guy. He believes in aliens. It doesn't matter. We're not here to discuss Charlemagne, <laughs> the I'm god. Not, I mean, he's going to get punched. Get in the, he's going to get killed one of these days. No, he's not. For what he says. He's yeah. just like Star. Back in the day, Star used to talk that smack. He's just a calmer version of Star. Star will Star Jones? No, 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 no. Star from Star and Buck Wild. They used to be on the morning show on Hannah 7. What he happened to like, them? Well, he does his own little podcast now. Which mm. I I listened to too. Yeah. He um he used to do radio. Took it a little step further. Endangered the life of a child allegedly. And how did that happen? He put this the um one of his competitors. I think it was Envy, right? It was Envy from the morning show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Star and Envy are, is are you pro looking wrestling. Looking at me. I don't know. My <laughs> like bad. you're her safety you're net. Like, no, because I think you, sometimes I think you're ratchet. Well, no, you. Hip, I am. Yeah. You're hip hop. You know, and you hang yeah. out with all the brothers. You I know do. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I know. He says but, racial slurs all the time. I know, Mike. Because I'm uh, like one of them. Yeah. No, one <laughs> of. What is them, Mike? What is them? My people. Uh huh. His people. I'm so six seven. Technically, I am one of them. Yes, you are. You're right. basketball. 
all. But yeah, so Star was like, he used to talk out his neck all the time about every artist, and he would be like, I'll fight you, and he would go and fight them back in the day. Now I think he's a little older, a little bit calm. He won't fight you, but he will talk the smack. But he would back it up, and he would right. have you know information. So Star and Buck, uh, not Buck, uh, Charlemagne is just like him, just a little calmer. He's a yeah. he's a hybrid. He's a um, half star and half Wendy Williams. Have you ever done a Wendy? Oh, and I love Wendy Williams. And you know for a fact, Wendy Williams with all of her Wendy Williams wigs, and I, I love, love a good wig. If you I ever. How you doing? I, I love, love Wendy. Wendy. I'm a huge Wendy Williams fan. And mm-hmm. by the way, she went the opposite of the reduction. Holy Christ, did she get those things yeah. bl- bloomed out. Yeah. But they're beautiful on her. It fits her. It fits you too. No. Holy no, no, Lord. No, 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 I mean, we no, can't no. even, I can't even, t- t- 34 double G, I never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm stunned. No. Always stunned. But uh, w- w- yeah, anyway, you, you get the idea with Wendy Williams. You know, uh, you ever see um, Wizard of Oz 2? Which one? The woman, the, the the head of Oz there, the queen, she has multiple heads that she puts on. Anyway, Wendy Williams does that with with wigs. It doesn't matter. Forget about the entire sentiment. The whole point was lost. <laughs> so uh, have you ever said something online, uh, you know, uh, offensive towards a celebrity, and then uh, you got a bunch of blowback because of it? No, because I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those type of personalities that go at them. You know, I I let people live their life, and if you do something crazy, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, did you think about it?" But I don't I don't say anything out of my, my pocket. I keep it straight. As I don't give anybody's opinion because I don't I don't I'm not that person. I'm not I you're not I'm not living your life. Right. But what you put out there, I'd be like, "Listen, I didn't think that was cool," and then I keep moving. What celebrity would you like to take down the most? What from being becoming yeah. just from being a total douchebag? There's ah, so many douchebags out there who there just are. get away with everything, yeah. and it drives people crazy. And they live a whole nother. They, you know, we have multiple tiers of uh, of of lifestyles and class, and uh, certain people can just. I was hanging out with a very successful daughter of a senator recently, mm. and she was telling me about how she used to go around and shoot all of her neighbors' pumpkins, and she broke into her neighbor's house at one point uh, with a shotgun. All of these crazy things, and then the end of the story is like, "Oh, it was terrible. I had to pay him ten grand uh, for legal fees and things." Everybody else is going to prison yeah. for like twenty years because that's like home invasion. You got a gun and you just shot all of their pumpkins, you know. So, what celebrity would you like to see just like tone down a bit and uh, and get a little bit more, uh, you know, reasonable when it comes to what it is to be a real person? I I would like to say Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. Wow. Yeah, I, I really took you. Headline to the news. Holy Lord. I'm sorry. Nancy Grace lost her boyfriend because she, he was murdered. Okay, Ann. Well, I, she's very way, upset about it. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, the way she talks about some of the stories, it's just, it, it, she makes it worse than making it better. She interjects her opinion way too much. You are, I don't know, I don't know if she's a, a news reporter or whatever, but yeah. like, at the end of the day, be. Be plain, like go on both sides. Don't sit there and bash, 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 bash these people. And when you have interviews on there, like me and you right now, we're talking. Nancy would not let me talk. She would interrupt me all the time. Why have a sh- Why have interviews if you're not gonna let people talk? Then just keep to yourself and just don't have nobody on. But and that's what I don't like about Nancy. Gray. Isn't that the problem of television though? What they don't. I mean, there is no two way communication. There no. was just this guy who is at fart on Twitter. He is at fart. 
and they had him on headline news. Uh, this chick who I used to work with over oh, at AOL. And, uh, and he was talking about, they were talking about Edward Snowden, theoretically, and he he was talking about Edward Scissorhands. And in the, the entire interview, you got to Google the interview. If you haven't seen I it did, yet, you have, to inter- uh, you have to check it out. Um, it's phenomenal. And uh, the interviewer is just like, oh, okay, and then ask the next question. Isn't that a problem with television? No one's listening. Yeah, no one's listening because, we, again, people have programmed them not to listen. You know, we, yeah. we have to just give them good content and they're going to they're going to enjoy it on YouTube. You know how long people go in there and they'll put up an hour video and people would watch the hour video. That's like your podcast. You put it up here. There's like maybe an hour, two hours worth of content. I'm sorry. I have not listened to your podcast yet, but I it doesn't today. matter. No one's listening. It's no, a terrible podcast. Uh, I, it's very entertaining. It. I'm enjoying myself today. Yeah. But you put an hour and people sit there and listen. You have to give them what they want. Right. Don't do it for the masses. Do I mean, do it for the masses, but do it, do it for the people that, that, that will sit there and listen for an hour, but don't bash people. Let people have conversations. Right. Give them something that they will like. Yeah. Like me. Thank you. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> obviously, I was just joking. Everyone listens to the podcast. I'm the best podcaster uh, yes, in the history are. of the world. Everyone knows that. We all agree. But what would, um, who is your favorite interviewer? Going back to, you know, television, like you were just saying, you're right. Everything, is, no one's listening. It's sound bites. You have, you know, 50 seconds, wrap it up. It's extremely mm-hmm. difficult to get any actual conversation flowing, which is why radio is so unbelievably powerful as a medium because you actually get to express thoughts and people have uh, longevity um, when it comes to, uh, you know, the conversation they want to have. So who is your favorite interviewer ever? Ooh. I that that's that's a hard one. Of course, I'm going to say Oprah because she gets oh, yeah. all the great interviews. So that's I mean it's not fair. Um, Wendy, speak, yeah, Wendy Williams. Wendy used to be a great interviewer, but she was great to me because she used to come for you and come hard, and she didn't care what you what her questions were. Now she has a legal team, so she has to be a little bit calmer. But back in the day, Wendy, oh, yes, I used to love it. Yeah. Wendy, Oprah, um, um, I think that, that I think those two are my top right now. Yeah. Oh, I like Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres is cool. Ellen's good. She gets, but see, this, this is what's not fair, though, because they get the interviews because they are the big dogs. So right. everybody's going to be open and say whatever they want to them. Well, you're a professional. Uh, you, you obviously have interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. What is your own, uh, what, what's your uh, tactic when it goes into an interview? Um, my, my tactic is to be your friend and we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk yeah. about whatever. I, I'll find out questions or how I'm feeling that day and we're just going to talk. If you feel like you want to divulge that you killed somebody, then by means, <laughs> give me those ratings. You want to tell me you slept with somebody's wife? By all means, go ahead. But I'm not going to force it out of you because right. you do it. But now we have social media. You're doing it already. And I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse asking you the same question ask, see, to see if you give me the answer that everybody else wants. Like, did you kill um, Bobby Christina? You know, if, I, if it was her ex-boyfriend. Did you kill her? Did you kill her? Did you kill her? That's not going to help me. That's just going to make me annoyed and you annoyed and you're not going to come back. Right. I'm going to make you feel comfortable. Talk to me. Feel whatever you want. And then I'll have you come back and again and again and again and then you'll want to talk to me. Exactly. So it's you're actually more intelligent than those morons who do. You know, radio DJs have a terrible reputation because a lot of them are terrible. 
you know, and they well, and they do the exact same thing that you don't do. Yeah, well, it's because they they're shock jocks, and right. you know. But now they want to stick it to the the labels or their publicists because mm-hmm. the publicists will come in and give us like a long list of questions that we're not allowed to ask. Like, oh, what was long. one of the craziest questions you couldn't ask a celebrity, and who was the celebrity? Oh, was it recently? What's um, what's this guy that was on? Um, was it The Voice? Uh, the little guy. Pharrell. No, not is it the voice? Yeah, no, he was on the voice, but he's not Pharrell. The other little round one, CeeLo. 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 CeeLo came in, and I was not allowed to ask him about the court case. Like Ixnay knew. What's the court case with CeeLo? Uh, supposedly he raped someone. That little man. Yeah, was a drug. I think drug. He drugged her up or whatever. Yeah, he was. I think you. If I'm correct, he was putting Molly in yeah. people's Oh, drinks. I see. He yeah. was just sort of being a terrible allegedly, gremlin. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, allegedly. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. My friend Henry Zabrowski, very successful man. He's on Heroes on Thursdays on NBC at 8 p.m. Check out the show. He was on a plane with CeeLo, mm-hmm. sitting first class. CeeLo farted himself awake. For real? He farted himself <laughs> awake. He, he had a huge fart. He couldn't hold it in his little body. He's a tiny man. And then he farted himself awake. Oh my! Isn't God. that something? It is. That means yeah. it was it was bubbling in there for all, the whole day. Oh, and that's what it usually happens. Hey, Culligan fun. man. I mean, are you kidding me? Get it out of there. He's 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 a disgusting person. So CeeLo, now, do you think that he? Uh, he, he so it's it's going to be bizarre when you're interviewing somebody of that caliber. Um, I suppose he's very famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know you have these th- this uh, you know situation where allegedly he's you know drugged and raped uh, a series of women. Mm-hmm. It must be difficult to sit there and not uh, and not question him about it. Oh yeah, because I mean I, I'm a fan just like everyone else. I, I'm my job is to interview and not be the fan, but I am a fan and I want to know like did and I'm a woman like right. did you do this or not? Like talk to me. But if you don't feel like you want to tell me, you don't feel like you want to answer that same question a million times over and over again, you're not going to get that from me. Don't worry. I won't I won't pressure you to. Yeah. I might throw a little softball. I'd be like, anything you want to get off your chest, consider this the Vatican and just confess. But if you don't <laughs> want to, you know, I'm, you know, I'll just keep it moving. We'll talk about this guy. Because it's not, at the end of the day, you might think you're hurting me by not answering those great questions. But it's you. People are going to be like, you're lame. Your interview was lame. I'm out. Right. People know, like, from my area, people know that I'm crazy. I have fun, and I want to just chat it up with you. If you want to come in and be one of the lame ones, I'm just going to chop the interview off. You go on your way, and I'm going to continue on with my career and be happy. What was the biggest disappointment, biggest celebrity disappointment? Uh, Interview? Yeah, or just in real life. Um, well, not the interviews aren't real life, but you know, I'm going to break, I'm going to break your heart. Uh-oh. One of my disappointments was Taylor Swift. That's fine. You know, I, <laughs> I like, I him, like I, I, well. no, I like, I'm more of a 34 double G kind of guy. Ah! I don't like this Taylor Swift. She's not going in there to get all of her goddamn body chopped apart. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it was like, we, I didn't interview her, but it was, I mean, mind you, I'm not, we, we don't play her music, Yeah. but I, I, I am a, I'm a fan. I listen to music. I'm a fan of music. I love music, all genres. I've worked at a country station. I've worked at all formats, even news talk. Um, so for me, I'm a fan of the music. So when I want to say hi and you look at me like, Ugh. like she didn't say anything, but you could go off a of body language. When yeah. someone looks at you and is like, I don't think so, that bothers me. Or you just did the picture because you just, you're forced to be polite. You know, that, that bothered me. Right. But, right. you know, I mean... It's whatever. Her and Beyonce. Beyonce did one to me too. 
Like, I, and I was like an intern. It's still, no, Rihanna. Oh my God, Rihanna. Oh, yes. That's the reason why I really hated artists. And I didn't want to do interviews for yeah. a long time. I was um, just getting into being on air, but I was still like on the bottom of the totem pole. So I was, um, uh, I was, I was like a street teamer overnights. So my program director would sit with me because I was at a pop station and ask me about music, urban music. Like, hey, do you like this song? Do you think we should add it? And I was so behind Rihanna. I was one of her biggest cheerleaders. Like that poem, the replay was my life. And so I, my boss plays it. We bring her for a Halloween costume party. And all I wanted to do was meet her. I was like, I want to meet Rihanna. I want to say hi. Yeah. And when I went into the area where it's just the program director, two or three jocks, her her label people and her dancers i walked over to say hi like hi how are you she just kept looking at the mirror this is upon the replay so maybe she's different now but this is upon the replay she's dancing at the mirror and never even looked my way ignored me completely and i got a deep voice so you right. can hear me when i say hello <laughs> and this chick like ignored me i was so heartbroken because i'm like i'm not i'm not one of those crazy people outside right. or one of those stalkers and this is way before social media where so i'm not behind you to take a picture put on instagram right like it was a straight hello i'm like i love your song i begged my boss to play it i really am supporting you and after that i was just like oh no bitch i'm not mm -mm. but i still like her music i can never take that away from her but but as a person she's terrible and as a <laughs> as a role model uh you know for uh for women and young girls i mean isn't she's she not, isn't she bad no she's not bad. she's real she's who she is she's not perfect right. and i'm not you know from what it was at that time when i met her i'm not gonna say that she's a bad person that day i just didn't like you and i just don't want to i don't want it to happen again but right now she's just she's a young girl who has millions of dollars under right. in her pocket so of course she if she wants to smoke she's gonna smoke if she was a celebrity or not yeah. it's just magnified because we have social media and everybody wants to make everybody look bad if we just let people live we probably have more celebs being down to earth enjoying themselves but we don't so you know i'm not gonna say she's a bad bad influence right did your parents enjoy radio growing my up? my parents hated me hated radio they hated radio they didn't even want me to do it why not because oh, they just said that's just not fun. It's not good. People, well, for me, because I picked the name La Loca, my father would be like, he was embarrassed. He goes, for Spanish people, um, La Loca means crazy woman. And, you know, being called crazy is not cute. It's not cool. Right, right, so right. So my parents were just like, no. Mm -mm. And for Catholics, our type of radio is the devil's radio, you know. For, and you grew up very Catholic. I, yeah, very Catholic. Isn't that interesting? I went to Catholic school. You did? Yeah, a bunch of priests and uh, all of them closeted gays. Stop. No, they I are not. I swear to God, Father not. Steve was a closeted gay. Not all of them. Not if you want to say a couple, I will give you that, but not all of them. Well, okay, let me correct it. Most of them. All right. If you want to say most of them, you have, you're entitled to your opinion. Most of all of them. No, not most of all They're of them. They're all closeted gay. No, They're anyway, not. Father Steve was a closeted gay. He had a bad heart, and uh, he had a heart attack, and I made fun of him, and then I got kicked out of school. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Father Steve, a very interesting man. So, uh, what? What's your actual? What's your real name? Sharon. And uh, so, when you went with a crazy girl, I had no idea La Loca meant crazy girl. But now it's all coming together. Now and, you're getting it. And my love, my love for you is just growing. Gro I mean, it's crazy. I, people think I'm nuts. You are, and I yeah. love that. It's yeah. attracting me to you. Yeah, people think I'm absolutely out of my mind. So if I, I would be La Ben, I guess. La is ben. that is that right? El loco. El loco. What does there that you mean? Go. The crazy guy. The crazy guy. Boom. There you go. So you're my, I'm your loca and you're my loco. 
Oh, my God. Love is in the air, everybody. Yes, it is. My parents couldn't get enough of Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah. They loved Rush Limbaugh when I was growing up. And I always, uh, I, I just remember his voice constantly booming in the background of my life. I mean, Rush Limbaugh, let's be honest, he's a big fat monster. He's a big mm. fat fuck. I mean, the guy's all, he's all hopped up on drugs, which is the best thing about him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The, the best thing about Rush Limbaugh is that he does farmies, you know, the pharmaceuticals. I was going to say, what's farmies? But you told me. Pharmaceutical yeah. drugs. Yeah. But uh, so did you? But you didn't have that radio influence uh, influence growing up, or who was your radio influence gr- uh, growing up? If you had one, um, like I said, Wendy, Angie Martinez, and uh, Ed Lover. I mean, my first Ed Lover and Lisa GS and Dr. Dre. Those those were the white Z one hundred was my first station growing up. Yeah. Until Hot ninety seven came around. When they came, that's when my interest into wanting to do radio. Just got a little bit open, like eh, a little poke in the did hole. Did you want to get into radio because you wanted to talk, or did you wanted to get in? Did you want to get into radio because you wanted to learn? There are a lot of people, you know, the thirst for knowledge. I think it's it's lost on a lot of members of society. Mm-hmm. Just the unbelievable, um, just going after and learning things that you like not knowing is is really uh you know disempowering and a lot of people when they don't know they just choose to shut off and they say it's stupid they say something is dumb as a as a as opposed to pursuing uh you know the information did you always have a pursuit for knowledge um my reasoning for radio wasn't for pursuit of knowledge uh because i i always wanted to learn outside of radio radio wasn't my radio love was that i get to have fun and entertain and and be able to be part of someone's life, you know. If right. God forbid, social media is done, we can't we can't get no more internet. You will always come back to the radio, right? Or your phone your phone died, and God forbid a tragedy happened in your life, you're gonna remember that one song that was playing when that tragedy happened, right. and what that personality said. It could have made you happy, it could have made you bad, it make you mad. But you always have a memory with radio, no matter what. Even with these phones nowadays, people still have a memory about radio. Right. And so I want to be part of that memory. Sort of know, the, I want to be your friend on the radio. The bonfire type situation. There you go. Everyone comes together. Yes. With it. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I. That's that's why I wanted to do radio. I mean, right. I just, I, I would listen. I would get up every morning to listen to a morning show that I did not know. I didn't know them from a hole in the wall, but I felt like I did because they would talk about their life and just make me feel like I'm normal. Right. And I'm not crazy every day wanting to try to get the what's up, y'all, what you got to say. Who You know, I wanted to be a rapper when I was younger, but not really. Right. I just wanted to play with it, and that's what they helped me do. Yeah. And what did you think about radio? I mean, the reason that I was drawn to uh, the medium entirely was because, you know, as a six foot seven man, as a, I'm just a white, straight dude, um, people always project. I, Mike, it's very exciting. Yeah. People, oh, oh, Mike, oh, please go do something with gel. <laughs> go gel your hair. Uh, leave me alone over here, for Christ's sake. Gelled. I like it. He's a beautiful man. Mike's a very attractive person. I, go I look far. better You're on television, there. though. I, I look very good on TV. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but you know what's so exciting about radio is it's just your voice, it's just your opinions. They mm-hmm. without the uh, you know physical um, you know features being presented. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you find that to be liberating? Me personally, I love it. As a six foot seven person, people project their ideas. What you're supposed to be an athlete, somewhat uh, you yeah. know, a, a theater more, of the mind. Whatever theater of the mind. Yes, and that's what I do love. I what I did love about radio because back then we you didn't see them, so you could live your life and have fun. Now, I mean, you have to be a radio personality and a TV personality at the same time social, right. because of social media. So, I mean, that's that was something that did intrigue me because you could just 
Nobody knew who you were. You're in a room by yourself, like we are right now. Four right. walls, nobody staring at you, unless you allow them to join you via Periscope or something. So right. that did intrigue me. I loved just being able to talk and talk and talk and say what I want. Right. Here at WABC. Well, that, that's Re- his. I'm yeah. Radio 103.9. Radio 103.9. Yes. Huh. Are we going to lose our jobs? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. We're going We're not losing. No one's losing jobs. I hope not. I hope uh, not. No, I just meant from doing the, just mentioning the stations on the podcast. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, it doesn't I matter. thought I was talking about our, our, our new CEO. Ah, well, <laughs> it's a whole other situation. Yeah, we you got, got a new one. There's, there's a lot of shakeup going up here uh, on here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the radio community. So that yeah. was a little insight. I'm not going to delve too deep into it because I don't want you to yeah, lose your yeah, jobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, there yeah. is some new, there's a new CEO. She's nice, though. I'm it's Carly that. Fiorina. <laughs> it is Carly Fiorina. And things are not going great. Well, Stop. it's okay. It's oh. HP all over again. Okay, leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> Everything is going to be great. It's going to be huge. The it entire is. network is going to be very successful. Listen, I, I ain't got no, nothing to do but go up, so I'm going to be living here for a long time. Make the, room for me in the studio. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrity that you met that you thought was going to be more attractive, and then, you, then they turn up and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, Eminem. Really? Oh, I thought he was going to be a papi chulo, but no. He's old now, so he's, like he got bags really bad. And I still think he's sexy. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. I like him. but Am um, I more sexy than Eminem? Oh, yeah, you are. Holy shit. Your skin is nice and tight. And, well. and I've always had... <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we will uh, keep the lie going. Very good. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I mean, I thought Eminem was going to be sexier, but no, no. What was it? What what made him so un, un, unattractive, other than the bags under his eyes? Um, I unfortunately I think is his um his drug habits, and I think sometimes like his, I don't know if he has insecurity, but just the 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 not happiness, like be yeah. being happy is what makes someone sexy. And I thought he was happy when he first came out. I mean, hell, he was I mean, he's still rolling in the dough. He right. just doesn't seem happy anymore. So that that kind of makes him not attractive. Why to don't me. why why do you think that? I mean, you know, it's so difficult. Very very small level of mm-hmm. success in my situation. You have much more please, than I do, honey. Please, um, but even you know, just the you know the the insults you get on on social media and things like that. Yeah, those really do wear on people. Oh, they do. And that's why I try to follow people who are nice to me on Twitter, and I even insta message them sometimes. I say thank you. I, it really means a lot. Do you think it was just the overall pressure uh, and constant, you know? Uh, just constant criticism that I made think, him depressed. I think that added to whatever it was that was going on in his life before he became Eminem. You know, right. when he crossed over from Marshall Mathers to Eminem, there was something going on in his life beforehand. And then when you and, and add the social media and all the critics that are on there saying, "How can you be a white guy doing black music?" Right. That's the same kind of pressure I get being a Latina doing urban radio. Mm. Like I've I've been told many times at my station by um, listeners that why are you doing a black station? You are not black. Mm. I tune in to listen to a black personality. You are Hispanic. Stop speaking Spanish. We are in America. And it hurts. It hurts. At at some point, you start going nuts. So for Eminem, yeah, the social media and the critics might have made him go overboard. He was already at the top. They just pushed him over. And how do you deal with that? Because I am honestly... True question. Mm-hmm. Wondering how to uh, just what mental process you have to go through to deal with the criticism because everyone gets into the entertainment industry and honestly, everyone gets into politics. Anyone gets into public life under the uh, premise that people are going to love them. Yeah. 
right? Like, no one ever intends to be criticized. No one ever, like, puts themselves out there because they're like, a bunch of people will call me a fat piece of shit. Yeah. You know, everyone is just like, I want to entertain. Uh, hopefully, you have a positive message, whatever you want to, uh, you know, spread out to the world. But theoretically, you have a purpose that isn't uh, negative. Yeah. So then, of course, you, refi- uh, you, you receive negative feedback. How do you personally deal with uh, the mental, you know, just going... Do you just block it out? Well, I mean, first I always say to myself, to be successful, you have to have people not like you. Because if you're loved all the way across the board, then nobody's going to talk about you. So you got to right. have somebody not like you. So you think negativity is the... Some. Yeah. Some negativity is good. I'm not trying to... Don't bring me no haters. I don't need that in my life right now. Right. But, um, I mean, you need it. And what I do, I mean, I'll... I'll sit and talk to the people that I know that have been in this business for a very long time, and I ask them for advice, and I tell them what it is. What's some of the best advice you've gotten? Um, just shut up and keep moving. Just yeah. you know, you you have your job, the job that you've ever wanted. So why are you crying? Boo-hoo, keep it moving. You know, um, right. cry it out and then just get right back to work. Put your big girl's underwear on. So I talk to them. Um, a lot of them just say, "Listen, they I hired you. I know you're talented." And that's why you're here. And that was, I think, the best advice. Not best advice, but that was the one thing that made me feel great and not even stress about it yeah. anymore. But I pray. I pray a lot. I'm Like, I, I, I'm not a Bible-thumping Catholic, but I am a Catholic, and I believe in praying. And I pray, and I ask him for guidance. I'm like, listen, dude, I don't know why this person is saying this, but... Just give me the strength to just keep moving forward and, like, ignore it. And that's what I do, and I just keep going. And you like the new pope. I do like the new pope. I love him. <sighs> don't even get me started. Why? You don't like him? I Yo, to me, the new pope is, from what the stories we've been told about who Jesus is, I believe the pope that we have right now is the closest to Jesus that we're, we're ever going to get. Just because. And He's I'm a saying, lot more pale than Jesus, I'll tell nah. you that much. Him and Jesus, I'm like, yeah, Jesus is a little darker, I think. Oh, but, for sure. But he, you know, he accepts everyone. It doesn't matter if you if you're a transgender, if you've had an abortion, whatever. Like he's just like, come on, I don't give a damn. Who am I to tell you no? And that's the one thing. I don't care anything mm. else that he does. If you forgive any of the priests that do anything wrong, if you forgive anybody, I don't care. I just I'm happy that you just let people be who they are, because in the Bible and in any Bible that you listen to, everything that you people read, it always says we accept you for who you are. Just say sorry. And people confuse that in the in all religions, even Catholics, besides the pope so far. Everybody around him always says, yeah, just say sorry and we'll let you in. Well, people have said sorry about abortions, but yet you say, no, you can't come to church. Sorry that I didn't work out with my wife or my husband, but yet you can't come to church. That bothers me about my own religion. But I still love it, and I believe that this pope right now is one to change it and let everyone come in. He's just like, come on, I I ain't perfect. Bring your ass in here. And none of you boys around me are perfect either. So come Mm -hmm. on. Little known fact, Pope Francis... He's against breast reductions. Ah! He's against them. And I know it for a fact. I called the Vatican. I got some holy water coming in the mail because that's what I was calling for. But I did take, speak with the Pope. He says, keep them. He told me, I'll keep them. I'll keep them just for the Pope. That's right. But he has to call me and tell me himself. That's interesting. That's a good point. <laughs> he has pope, to call me. Still, yeah, okay. So that's the Pope. I I, I do like that. Okay, we got to wrap it up at some point. But I, but I love you so much. I love you What do you, you too. think about black conservatives? Uh, Raven Simone oh. and uh, and uh, this guy Don Lemon. I love the name Don Lemon, by the way. He's on CNN. Raven Simone, of course, is on one of the most atrocious shows that's ever existed. You like The View? The View. 
I don't like it because, you know, there's five women on the stage, but then there's only, uh, what is it? Eight eyebrows. Where's Whoopi's eyebrows? Stop. I say, Whoop, I say, Whoopi, get the eyebrow back. Maybe she has a disease. I don't know. She's a very successful person. She has yeah, a lot more money is. than I'll ever have. So it I doesn't matter. You can make fun of her a little Whoopi. bit. And I love that movie. Uh, what is it? Ghost. Pick yeah. one. Oh, Whoopi's the best. Yeah. The one with Ted Danson. Uh, America is in the title, I think. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful film. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so Don Lemon, he came out and he criticized the, uh, well, he didn't criticize the cop who threw the black gal out of the chair mm-hmm. enough. And then Raven Simone made a, made a racist joke. So now people are coming after her and they both want their jobs. Most of the left liberal elite and it tends to be white women and they want them both fired. What do you think? Do you think there's a, um, a, a, a double standard when it comes to being uh, a non-white, left, progressive person, and then when you go against the narrative, they throw you under the bus? I don't think they are... For me, when it comes to Don Lemon and uh, Raven Simone, I just think that they're just trying to be shocking. Yeah. They're trying to be so different. You're, you're Just be who you are. Why do you mm. have to try to... You're, you're not being genuine at the end of the day. If you were being a genuine left wing, whatever you said... Um, then I I wouldn't have a problem. It doesn't you you are allowed to your opinion, but I really think that they are just trying to shock people and be like, oh my god, I'm really gonna be different. I'm gonna buck this. Shut your ass up and sit down. Go somewhere with. What them. do you think about the online petition? To, that whole thing. I mean, can you imagine uh, you say something you say something on air, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's thirty thousand people who sit on their fat asses and they're either computers and they're like, I signed the petition. I've done something. I'm a social activist. No. You haven't done anything. You haven't. I, you're just being a, like a, a internet gangster. That's all it is. Right. Like you didn't care about me before. You didn't care about nothing. Yo, I didn't say anything wrong. We're all entitled to our opinion. Right. We are there to uh, to engage you and bring an emotion out. Like Raven Simone, she brings an emotion out of me. I don't like her, but I'm never going to ask her to lose her job. That's right. someone's livelihood. You are trying to wish death on someone, basically, by by petitioning to get them to lose their job. Now, if they bring physical harm to someone, mm-hmm. that is not bad. If verbally they're just saying their opinion. Now, if they said kill yourself, then there's a problem. I think that that is that's just like a physical harm. But if they're just saying their opinion. By all means, go ahead. I just don't like you. I'm just not going to listen. I'm not going to tune in. You have more power of not watching the show and not talking about right. it than writing a petition. Petitions don't mean nothing. You're bringing more attention to this girl, and she's going to continue to become a millionaire. Don Lemon, he's going to continue to make more money, and all the networks are going to love him. They're not going to let him go because he's bringing emotion out of you, and you're going to continue to watch just so you could talk about him and make him more famous. Right. So if you don't like these people, shut up. What happened with Juan Williams? Over there, uh, you know, he went to. He was on PBS. He said he didn't like to fly next to uh, Arab Americans or Arabs on uh, on planes. They fired him. He went over to Fox News. What's going to happen with Raven Simone and Don Lemon is they're both going to get shit canned, and they're both going to go over to Fox News, and they're going to speak to more people than ever before, yes. and they're going to make more money than ever before. So the whole thing is very ironic. Yeah, all you got to do is just. Keep them out your mouth. I don't talk about one. There's a couple celebs that I don't talk about. Anybody? What celeb- pre- celebs don't you talk about? I, I'm not gonna say their name because I don't talk about them. I don't like them. I, there's just it's just I if I don't I don't care for your values and I don't care of how what how you you move in this game. Least what what values? Let's uh, we, we we won't do the name, but what values don't you like about it? People's because- race, people's religion, people's beliefs. Like if you were gonna sit there and bash and you are not a perfect person, you can't walk on water. Then there's no reason for me to support you. I don't support you i won't watch you i won't listen to you i won't cast my vote for you i won't do it so you love donald trump uh-huh i dropped that one on purpose yes i don't like him god i love donald trump 
That's your best friend. Well, I, I guess cannot. You won't be motorboating me. I hate him. I hate the guy. <laughs> I am so against Donald Trump. It's ridiculous. Uh, Good God. No, absolutely. But yeah, no, yeah. I just, I don't, I, I just don't like it. Don't you don't need a bash to move up, right? But we're in the world that you need a bash. So exactly. That. So that is sort of the irony, right? Mm. You do actually have to sort of destroy. Uh, your your competition in order to uh, you know succeed. And not even, and the, but the thing is, they're not even your competition. They right. are just people living their lives that make bad decisions. But you don't need to tear them down even more. Right. You are not the judge, the jury, or anything. You're not you're not the person. So let these people live. You give the facts from what you find, and you keep moving. You can give your opinion, but don't make it so harsh. Right. You know, there is not a lot of jobs anymore as far as, uh, you know, even fast food jobs are going away. Those are going to be taken over by computers. There's no such thing as working on cars anymore. Everything is, uh, you know, computerized and everything, you know, the technological advancement. What would what advice would you give to the younger people who want to uh, find a way uh, to uh, become successful in modern uh, America? Because it is not a a society of, uh, you know, putting together blocks and building, you know, uh, putting together steel beams and, and and making uh, new buildings, everything is a little bit more abstract now. Yeah. What, so what would you say uh, would be if, if someone is listening and they're like, I want to be successful, I don't know what I want to do, maybe they wanted to get into radio or something like that, what would you tell them to do? Find out first what you want to do because it's it's going to be a hard battle. You're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to hear, like, you suck. But if you believe in it, there's thank God to the world that we're in right now, there's a way for you to be successful. If it's to be a radio personality, you don't have to come to radio anymore. There are beautiful things called podcasts. Right. There are beautiful things called YouTube channels where you make your own YouTube video. You have, um, what's that, Sp- uh, not Spotify, what's that thing, um... You can put your music up, and it's almost like it's like podcast, but it's just Band an, camp. huh? Bandcamp. Bandcamp. There's other. There's other, there's tons right. of things. If you, and I'm just gonna say for radio doctors, yeah, you're gonna have to go to school, honey. I'm sorry, you can't just become a doctor overnight, and just you have to go to school. But if you want to do radio, you really don't gotta go to school. You just you, if you could keep my attention or anyone's attention for an hour or two, then that's all you have to do is just perfect it. Just just keep perfecting it. Go after your craft, find it, and if you want to travel the world. Find out about where where you like if you want to be a travel because yeah. I want to be a travel show host. You do. Oh my god, that's my dream. Oh, you'll true. be the best at it. I, I can already be, tell. I want to go to travel show host. So for me, La Loca's thirty four double G travel show. Yeah, all it's the gonna world. be big. <laughs> so I just I now I'm looking into I'm researching how to travel the world for cheap, and then you just find Love different it. ways. And thanks to social media, I mean, you have what's the this um the thing to raise money um Kickstarter Kickstarter. All of those things. Right. That's all you need now. People can yeah. help you and support you. Just get stop being lazy and go after your dream and make it happen. That's what that's the advice I would tell you. If you want to do it, get out there. Somebody's there to make your dream come true. You don't have to do it by yourself. That's right. That's right. And don't listen to all of the online uh, people who will be Ignore saying negative things. Ignore them. Ignore them because they're still eating and they're still living. They're enjoying their life by making yours miserable. So all you got to do, you take a little bit of it as motivation, but then you keep on going after it. Because you know how many times I was told that I suck on the radio because I sound like a dude? or um, You have a great voice. Thank you. But I was told I'm not Hispanic enough for a Spanish station. I'm not black enough for a black station. I'm not white enough for a white station. And I am not proper enough for a talk radio. But look at me. I've been doing this for 10 years. So, you know, I just keep moving. You just got to have that fire. I hope that fire is not to kill anybody because that's not cool and you'll be doing Orange is the New Black for real. 
which is not good. You don't no bueno, do no bueno. Orange is the new black. You don't want to do it for real. It's very fun to watch, though. Yeah, yeah. I never watched it. I never saw it either. Right? Oh, okay. There's a, there's a trans gal on there, though, very attractive. Yeah. Um, that's what I've been told. Laverne Cox. Yes, honey. Laverne Cox. I love it. <laughs> I saw her for the first time on RuPaul's Drag Race. I never knew. And yeah. then one of my friends, he's married He's married to the first transgender um, Victoria's Secret model. Oh, isn't that something? Oh, he was. I don't know if they're still married. Sorry, boo. Oh, well, I hope it works out. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Have you seen her? Carmen Carrera. Oh, I never saw her. Oh, my God. Let me show you. You're going to yeah. be like, I'm you're going to be shocked. This, I'm a big fan of this Bailey J. Gale. Yeah. Who's Bailey J? I've never oh, that's seen the her. one with the big old dick, right? Yeah, she has a massive Oh, penis. my God. Yeah. No, let me show Cox. you Carmen Carrera. Let me t- whoever, you guys listening, please go online and look at Carmen Carrera. Yeah. She is a freaking fox. I yeah. love her. Yeah. Let me show you. You'll never right. know. You'll be, you won't be able to tell. Okay. Keep well, I'll, okay. That's it. I'll, I'll look at this picture and then we'll then we'll wrap it up. Before we do this, Mike, how is everything going? Everything's going, you know, pretty good. You're good. I saw you last night at the Village Lantern. And, yeah. You had a great comedy show. It was jam packed. The crowd was going crazy. Very successful show. Yeah. You know, it was pretty good. I, by the time I got up there, it was a, a depleted crowd. But they were That's fun. okay. You know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Friday night, sometimes you get a crowd of four people and a drunk guy mourning his best friend. Perfect, perfect. And how is the radio network coming? The podcast network? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't have any money at the moment, so perfect. I put it on hold. I can give you some money. You want $5? Uh, get out of here. I need $5. I, I'm broke. I got you. Payday uh, was yesterday, kid. Find, find Mike, Casco, uh, Mike Coscarelli on Twitter. Find him on Twitter, at Mike Coscarelli. This is Carmen um, before the full surgery. I think and then I'm at Ben Kissel, and this is... Uh, Oh, she kind of looks like Donald Trump's daughter, Stop. Ivanka. She's Ivanka. Gonna, yeah, she does. She, that's what I'm saying. She looks just like Ivanka Trump there. Yeah. Holy Lord, and she's wearing a, a, a a nothing there. Nothing. And she has like a dunk on the back of her. Gorgeous. Isn't that something? And on the front. No, there's. you can't see it. Look at it. Tell me. It's a whole new world. It is. I, I love my trans. I love all of them. Love you, honey. She does look like Ivanka Trump. Right? She does. Yeah. All right. I told you. Laloka, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for I, in, I, this is my first interview ever. Is it? Yeah, I've never been interviewed before. I, I don't think I've ever. Wow, that's amazing. I well, I'm I'm like a drunk Charlie Rose. That's what they always say. It was better. Oh, I love Charlie Rose. Um, all right. Um, let's see. So any okay, so we can find people. You can you can be found on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. It's at it's i t s yeah l a l o c a. It's Laloka. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then on YouTube, it's La Loca TV. I do my vlog. I get to show people exactly what I go through every day. Awesome. Yeah, I do vlogging. That's that's uh, that's amazing. And then uh, where can people find uh, the radio show? Uh, radio 103.9 here in New York. You can listen to us online and in your car, but online. Yeah, or in a tanning bed or doing yeah. it. If, if you're going and you're, you're pick, picking random pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to it there as well. I would assume on an iPhone or, or something like or that. Or if you're home with your loved one, get it in. You can listen to us too. Is That's that, right. Is that uh, 1039.com? One, radio 1039ny.com. There you go. Boom. I'm trying to make my stock options go up too. That's a there great idea, Mike. So when you're <laughs> having. My boy, Blue. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, you're having sex with your loved one and then listen to Laloka. Yeah. And then you listen, can. I could, I could bring it down a little bit. Oh, boy. You're I unbelievably attractive. <laughs> I, I am. I'm. I'm taken uh, by by your beauty. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you're taken. I was no, like, no, you just... no one wants. To, I, I promise you, no one. I no one like, wants to date you. No, me. I said I do. Why are you gonna do that? We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, thank you. I'll do. I'll, I'll do it post op. Post op. No, I want it now. I want all of you. Well, if I'm gonna give all of me, you're gonna give me all. 
of you. All right. Well, this is getting a little strange. All right. So that's the whole show there. Thank you for being here, Mike. Uh, no, thanks. Uh, thank you so much, Laloka. Uh, unbelievable. Um, all right. You can find me on Twitter at Ben Kissel. Also, uh, you know, look at all the other shows there on Cave Comedy Radio, Abling and Stop at the last podcast on the left and the round table of gentlemen. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, huh, Mike? Social Villains. Social Villains. Check out Social Villains, a great podcast that Mike does with Gene Getman. Very, very funny guy. And, uh, yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.